we were purchasing a community and with that community came all the amenities that we were hopping in the car and running out to get uh, the gym the pool the uh, this club that club the restaurants and we also looked at the fact that we were purchasing peace of mind for our kids This is a show where we'll explore what it means to retire with purpose. To make a difference, to invest in your family, your community, to live to your full potential and explore abundant opportunities to live with purpose and community. From Garden Spot Communities in New Holland, Pennsylvania, welcome to Purpose in Retirement. Hello, I'm Scott Miller, the Chief Marketing Officer at Garden Spot Communities. And I'm Juanita Fox, the Storyteller. Scott, have you ever purchased something and then realized you actually purchased something else? Uh, like, uh, what, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Good question. So I guess I'm thinking about memories. About five years ago, we, we bought tickets to see the, the Philadelphia Phillies. It was the first Major League Baseball game my children had ever seen, and we were all excited about the game, right? But when we think about that day, when we one person will just need to say one thing, and we'll be right back there experiencing that that amazing adventure that we had. You know, all the memories come flooding back. So while we thought we were purchasing tickets to a Phillies game, we really mm. purchased this family history and this story that everybody kind of holds dear. You know, I, I, I completely get what you're talking about because, you know, Cheryl and I have that same experience every summer. Um, we always, you know, went to the shore with her family. And so, you know, we rent a house at Cape May. And in reality, we're, you know, purchasing the memories of their past family vacations. It's just, it, it's time together and it's, there's just something really comfortable about it. Yeah. You know, it might be a stretch, but I guess I see moving to a retirement community as kind of the same idea. So, so many times people see moving to a retirement community as a real estate transaction. Mm, They're moving from one house to another, but it's really so much more than that. As Liz mentioned in the opening, she and Dave actually purchased a community. So in this season, in Purpose of Retirement, we're going to be talking to experts who can answer some of the tough questions about the process of moving to a retirement community. After the break, we're going to talk with Liz Givens, who moved to Garden Spot Village with her husband Dave three years ago. So Garden Spot Communities is really pleased to be able to partner with the New York School of Urban Missions. And over the last 24 years, they've provided students with a future in ministry and leadership. They offer practical teaching experiences and like the opportunity for people to apply that experience in a whole variety of different settings. Settings that, that reach out and engage people directly, you know, places like soup kitchens, um, shelters, rehabilitation centers. And so to learn more, you can either click the podcast description or you can visit www.nysum.org. Liz, thank you for joining us. Thank you. In this season of Purpose in Retirement, Scott and I will be talking to a variety of people and we'll be having conversations about the ins and outs of moving to a retirement community. Our goal is to answer all of the questions people may not know to ask or may have been afraid to ask about moving to a retirement community. So we thought we would go straight to the source, someone who actually lives in a retirement community. So thank you, Liz, for joining us today. Um, so just to sort of start off, um, why, did, why did you and Dave decide to move to a retirement community? We decided that we should be in place in retirement by 75. And so we started before 65, thinking that through and thinking where we wanted to land. We were in the Midwest, but our family 
extended family was in eastern Pennsylvania. We had both grown up in eastern Pennsylvania. Our kids were all over the world, and we refused to follow them in terms of living beside them. So we began to look at retirement communities in Pennsylvania because we knew from having visited friends here that they were excellent places to live. So how long did it take to make the decision? You said you started at 65 to begin to think about researching retirement communities. Was that a five-year process? It was. And and let me back up just a little bit. Um, I was 50 when I was dealing with my mother's elderly years. Uh, My husband's mother, it was a little bit later for us, but neither one of our parents, our dads had died earlier. Neither one of our parents, our moms, really wanted to move out of where they were. And we were left with the responsibility of making that decision for them. And we decided long before 65 that we were not going to do that to our kids because our kids had been involved in that, had helped a lot, and had seen what a strain it was on us. And we did not want to put that strain on them. So the making of the decision, I would say, yes, it took five years, partly because we were at such a distance that we were only visiting communities here maybe twice a year. That slowed down the process. But we also were working up until just before we moved. So you might have touched on this a little bit, but I'm just curious. You know, um, you chose a continuing care retirement community, which has both independent living and health care. The other option is a 55-plus community, and a lot of people look at that. So how did that factor into your decision-making? We had many friends who chose a 55-plus and then had to make another decision at 80, 85, because they realized that they couldn't handle all of the maintenance and everything of the house they were living in. So we thought if we're going to make a move of 600, 700 miles, we might as well make it one move rather than two moves. And we really had nothing in our area that suited our needs. So talk to me a little bit about the benefit of the continuing care retirement community. You said you don't have to move twice, but what what is it about a continuing care retirement community that appealed to you? I think it's the fact that someone else is helping you make those continuing care decisions. Uh, The social worker came by our place as soon as we'd moved in and said, you don't need me now, but here's what I do. And just to know that if we reach a point where we need to move to something smaller or we need to move into memory care, to personal care, there's a whole staff here that can help us make those decisions or help one of us make the decisions for the other. And looking at that from a, from a distance really looked appealing. I think also just the fact that there are options. We're in totally independent living. But if we choose not to cook, we have that option. If we choose to move to something smaller, an apartment, it's there. And if we need personal care or skilled care, it's there. So what did you look for when you were visiting retirement communities in Lancaster County? You know, everyone says this is a beautiful place, and that's true. But we really were not looking at the cosmetics. The only cosmetic we were looking at was space. And Garden Spot had space where some other places did not have space. Coming from the Midwest, that was important. But we were really looking for the kind of people in the community. Was it a diverse community? Were there going to be interesting kinds of different people who came from different places, who were not the same background as we were? We had a few friends here, and that was great. But we were really looking for a diverse community. So you mentioned your children earlier. Um, How did they respond when, you know, you said, hey, we're moving from Michigan to Pennsylvania and selling your childhood home? Actually, all three of them, it was, oh, we know where eastern Pennsylvania is. No big deal. Hmm. We know how to get there. 
That sounds great. <laughs> and I think what they what they also bought into very early on was you're going to be in a place where if we're 600, 2,000 miles away, halfway around the world, which one of them was at the point we moved, um, someone else is going to help you make the decisions that we can't get there to make. So in our industry, in the retirement community industry, we talk about entrance fees, which can be comparable to the purchase of a house, right? Um, but in a retirement community, you don't own your own home, which is a bit of a paradigm shift for people. From your perspective, what do you, you know, purchase when you move to a retirement community? We looked that we were purchasing life. Uh, we were purchasing end-of-life care. We were purchasing a community. And with that community came all the amenities that we were hopping in the car and running out to get. Uh, the gym, the pool, the... Uh, this club, that club, the restaurants. We also looked at the fact that we were purchasing peace of mind for our kids. And so we have friends, still have friends that say, oh, you don't want to go to one of those places. They take all your money. Well, we did a lot of investigating and found that you don't take all our money, first of all. (laughs) But number two, in some way, you're going to get all your money taken eventually if you live long enough. So why not put it where you're happy? That is a really great perspective. <laughs> um, so you and Dave lived a, a life full of ministry. You traveled all over the world, um, you know, meeting all of these different people. So what does life look like now? We're still doing the same thing. Uh, it's just a little bit easier to fill out the vacation form and walk out the door. <laughs> 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 and, and know that somebody's mowing the lawn. And somebody's checking the house if it needs to be checked. And um, it's, it's just a lot simpler. The only problem is we're not 10 minutes from the airport. That, that's a bit of a bother. <laughs> a little further. <laughs> Liz, what are some of the ways that you're involved in the community here, as well as some of the broader uh, involvement that you might have either regionally or nationally? Well, we are involved here. Uh, I tend to be administrative, and so I help with things like the Art Guild, keeping them in line. Uh, my husband and I both are involved in Bible teaching Bible studies. We have just good relationships here in the community, but we have held off on leadership positions in a sense because uh, we want to see how things sorted out. We're really busy outside of the village, and that means both involvement in training teams at our church, but also globally. Um, I serve on a number of boards, and some of that is done by in person, but a lot of it's done on my computer. So there's, there's days when I'm tied to my computer. I'm an editor, and so I'm sitting there editing scholarly journals, looking out the window at somebody else mowing my lawn, which is lovely. I have the freedom to just say, yeah, I'll take that job. I can crank that out this afternoon. I don't have to do the yard work. I don't even have to cook dinner if I don't want to. If I get up to six and I'm still editing, we say, okay, let's run up to the harvest table. My husband has been able to reconnect with uh, a number of his high school friends which has been really fun after many, many years away. In fact, he's out this morning for coffee with a fellow photographer, and they're comparing notes on a lifetime of doing international photography. So do you have any advice for for people who are looking at a retirement community, things they should be looking for, um, things they should be preparing themselves for? I think the first thing is decide that you're going to look. Make that decision and then make it a conscious decision. Talk it over with your kids. I was talking last night with a friend who visited here a few weeks ago. They just had all their kids in, and she said, we had big family powwows 
talking about this. Um, and then visit. Go spend time in the communities. Get the tour. Um, meet residents. Sit down in people's living rooms. Walk around the grounds. Engage people that weren't set up to talk to you. When we were looking, we were on a tour, and we had certain kinds of things we were seeing, and we were with a nice older couple that we sort of know. And as we were walking from the last place we saw back to the big house, as we call it, the apartment building, um, we passed the back patio of a couple, and they were sitting on their patio, and they engaged us in conversation. We didn't know that we knew them. Turns out we do know a lot of similar people. But they immediately said, oh, well, come in and see our place. We walked in and sat down in their living room, looked around. It was not a model we had asked to see. And we looked at it and we said, this is what we want. <laughs> and we came back over here and said, okay, there's one kind of carriage house we want, period. And that was just a, that was because a resident reached out and said, come in and see my place. So I think you really have to get there. As we would visit places, we'd get back in the car and we'd sort of debrief. Okay, what was the feel? Invariably, I mean, maybe this doesn't happen with all couples, but invariably we'd say, eh, yeah, thumbs down or mm, thumbs up. And, and we were pretty much on the same page because we had discussed it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's been a wonderful conversation. Thank you for having me. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? At Garden Spot Village, we agree. People engage in purposeful living through volunteer opportunities on our campus. Plus, you can connect to volunteer opportunities in the broader community, across the country, and around the world. Learn more at gardenspotvillage.org. You know, Liz offered some great advice to consider as you think about moving to a retirement community. So we summarized the five main ideas from our conversation with Liz in a PDF. Uh, the PDF is entitled, Five Things to Consider as You Move to a Retirement Community. And you'll find that in the link in the podcast description. The five things in the list include, um, number one, consider future care. Number two, search for diversity. Three, consider your children. Number four, realize what you are buying. And five, say yes to more. Before we go, let's not forget about our giveaway. If you contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, in the next two weeks, we'll enter you into a drawing for an autographed copy of Margaret Novak's recently released book, Squint, Revisioning the Second Half of Life. Again, if you're interested in a free copy of Margaret's book, please contact us through gardenspotcommunities.org, and we'll enter you into a drawing. In our next podcast, we'll hear from Cheryl Lynn, the Director of Social Services at Garden Spot Village. Cheryl Lynn will share how social workers can help a healthy community thrive. Thank you for listening to Purpose in Retirement. I'm Scott Miller. And I'm Juanita Fox. And special thanks to Liz Givens for joining us for this podcast. Our senior producer and host is Scott Miller. Our co-host is Juanita Fox. Our producer is Gavin Souter. And our audio engineer is Jen Miller. <laughs>